press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, sugar bitches? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Um, I'm always really excited to start these, and then when the intro comes, I'm like, all right, you got to be as boring as possible. <laughs> <laughs> i got to save my energy yeah. for this. Enti- this is probably going to be one of our longer episodes. Yeah. And usually when we come out and say that, that's true. Yeah. We're not wrong about yeah. those. And it's, then we're always wrong when we think short it's short. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. What the fuck was, was that? My phone. I just uh, threw it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I I woke up like an hour ago and... Um, Hard to rouse have today. Quite, yeah, I know. I had quite the doozy of a weekend, dude. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. So tell me about um, that. Tell me about emo night. So How was emo night? So we had emo night in Minneapolis on Friday. And we don't usually fly to emo nights. It's not something we do. It's just it, it's it. We go through the Midwest so quickly that flying is just kind of a waste of money. But Minneapolis is one of the longer drives, it's like eight hours. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Austin didn't want to make that drive, and like when we originally started talking about doing Minneapolis, like this weekend, he was like, he was like, yeah. At first, he was like, I'll fly you out, Uh, you know, I'm thinking about doing that, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know, whatever, man, just let me know. If not, I don't mind another weekend off. If so, cool, let me know. So, like, a couple days prior, he texts me at, like, midnight and is like, do you want to go to Minneapolis? Let me know ASAP. I'll fly you out. And I was like, sure, why not? So Something to do. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And it's and he was like, I won't be able to pay you because we're just like burst, kind of over budget for the show and the, and the deal is, is, is not the best. Whatever. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. My traveling's paid for. Hold on, I'm trying to get my laptop charger. <coughs> my traveling's paid for. My food will be paid for. Everything's paid for. Um, go have fun. That's all it is. Um, so... I was like, yeah, absolutely. So the itinerary was uh, be in KCI at 9 and then fly to Austin, Texas at 10.30. Land in Austin, Texas. Uh, fly out of Austin, Texas to Minneapolis. I was going to get you. I was gonna, Why? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, that was the I point? I don't know. Those were the that flights? Was the, yeah, that was the flights. So I was originally going to get to Minneapolis at 5.30 in the afternoon, which is great because we usually start setting up the venue at 5.45. Um, so that, and then Saturday, we were going to, me and Austin had the same flight out. We were going to have a six-hour layover in Chicago. We were going to go around Chicago and do whatever, and then I was going to come back to Kansas. He was going to go back to St. Louis. That's not what happened at all. Um, so I get to, I stay up, I get off work Thursday, well, technically Friday at midnight, but um, I stay up all night because I don't want to miss my flight because I don't go to bed till like 5 or 6 in the morning. And I'm like, all right, just stay up all night, play video games, do whatever, sleep on these two flights, not too worried about it. So I get to KC at 9 a.m., board my flight at 10, um, head to Texas, uh get to Austin, Texas and I will say this, Austin, Texas, your fucking airport's so tacky. It's the it's the ugliest thing ever. Why does every it. restaurant have the name Austin in it? Um and no it's it's just tacky. Uh but anyway, so I get to Austin, Texas and when I'm getting off the flight, 
I get a text message on my phone that's like, oh, hey, this is Southwest. We rescheduled your flight. Uh, or we canceled your flight and rescheduled it. And now I was now instead of going to Austin, Texas to Minneapolis, I'm going to Austin, Texas to Phoenix, Arizona to Minneapolis. And I'm like, okay. what the You're fuck? You're like, I feel like I'm constantly moving away yeah, from Yeah, I'm moving further from my destination. <laughs> They're like, we're going to hit you in Phoenix yeah. and we're going to fly you back to Hawaii <laughs> yeah. real quick. Up to Alaska, through Canada, we'll get you into Minneapolis. Yeah, and so I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And now my, my time to be at Minneapolis is 10. And I'm like, okay, 30 minutes after the show starts. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, it's still got time, though. Still got is time. Is this just you, though? Yeah, it's just me. Oh, okay. It's me and Austin. That's it. But where is Austin show. in this? He's in Minneapolis already. He got oh, there at noon. He okay. got a direct flight. Okay. Um, he got the direct Yeah, he got flight. the direct flight. Oh, yeah. So okay. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, whatever. You know, 30 minutes after the show starts, I still got time to get there and party, whatever. I'm pissed off, but not too worried about it. And at this point, Austin was like, well, you know, you can see it through or I can get you a flight back to KC right now. And I was like, you know what? I'll see it through. I told you I was going to be there. I'll be there. Should have fucking got You're the flight. You're an idiot. <laughs> but, I would have uh, been over it. Dude, but I like, been over it. But uh, I was in line for coffee and then I got to the Starbucks lady and I was like, yeah, can I have a Frappuccino? And she was like, we don't have the stuff to make a Frappuccino right now. Like, I was like, where I'm the gonna fuck fucking, are yeah, we I was right like, now? I'm going to fucking kill myself. What do you like, have? Yeah, yeah. So I got a lot to say, whatever. So it wasn't another two or three hours till my flight takes off in Austin. I was like, I fucking hate it here. And so finally, I get on this flight to Phoenix. This flight feels like it takes forever. It feels like I'm on this fucking plane for an eternity. And I get off at Phoenix, and when I get to our gate, our time has changed from 10 o'clock to 11.30 now, the one we're going to get to Minneapolis, because there's a snowstorm happening there. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Uh, so I'm sitting there. All the seats are taken. So I'm just sitting on the floor fucking around on my phone doing whatever. And, uh, um, you know, an hour goes by and the time changes from 1130 to 1230. And I'm like, an hour I'll, I'll get in Minneapolis. Like, Wait a minute. Yeah, I'll, I'll get in. I've mi- passed an hour, but it's added. An yeah, hour. I'll I'll get to Minneapolis and I'll have time to go to the venue and catch the last couple songs and then help them pack up and leave. And you're yeah. like, thanks for coming yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so I'm like, how long it take? You? Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like, you know what? Even if even if we get there at 12:30, I'll still be able to like catch the flight tomorrow, and then me and Austin be able to hang out in Chicago, or whatever. Uh, cool. So, um, you had a lot of goalposts. Dude, I, honestly, yeah, I had to. It's the only way to stay safe. Like, All right, well, I guess I'll just see Austin. That'll be the yeah, next yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh-huh. I was like, I guess I gotta, I gotta stay, uh, gotta stay sane somehow. Um, so I'm sitting there, fucking pissed off, and finally at like 7:45, they cancel our flight. And everybody that was waiting for this flight was like, finally, like, let us leave, Thank dude. You, yeah. You yeah. And so they're like, we got you guys scheduled at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And I'm just like, uh, fuck y'all, dude. Oh, my God, dude. So if I were Southwest to, has, like, been pretty the fucked worst. up. Yeah. Too. So if I were to stay on that flight, it, I would have I would have got to Minneapolis 7 a.m. the next day and then just waited at the airport till my flight to Chicago. So I was like, call Austin. and I was like, dude, it's canceled. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> he's tonight. like, what time are you gonna be here? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not. It's not gonna happen. We'll get you an Uber. And he's like freaking out. Like, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah blah blah. I was like, it is what it is, man. I'm like, I, you know, I am trapped whatever. in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have been in an airport all day. So, um, and I was like, uh, he was like, what do you want to do? You know, you want me to get you a hotel? Like, what's the deal? 
And I was like, I want to go the fuck home, honestly. I want to fucking leave. And he was like, all right, well, I, you know, I don't know if I can do that because whatever. And I was like, well, I was like, there's a fucking American Airlines flight back to KCI in 15 minutes. Um, and so. <laughs> and You're so, saying that mid-jog. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm like, look it up on your phone. If you can purchase it from your phone, purchase it from your phone. He was like, and so I'm like, like asking the gatekeeper or whatever. I'm like, where the fuck is American Airlines and she was like A and B cool on my way so I'm like fucking running to this gate Austin's on the phone he's like I can't book it on my phone they get says you got to do it at the desk I was like I'll fuck he was like book it on your credit card I'll reimburse you I was like cool um so three hundred dollars so stressed out right yeah now. <laughs> yeah so I'm like fucking sprinting to this gate I'm like which way? and then I stop at the the gate of the, the gate area and I look at all the fucking uh, boards and I'm like, okay, American Airlines, fucking KCI, Kansas City, um, and so I get to the desk where KCI is and I'm like, I need on this flight right now. And she was like, okay, well, uh, I was like, I was supposed to go to Minneapolis, my flight's canceled, I need to go home. And she was like, well, I don't know, blah blah. blah. I was like, I'll buy a fucking ticket, just get just me on this flight. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I don't know if we are still set, we can still sell tickets for this flight. So she like, I will just give yeah, you dude, the money yeah, if you it, let me on in the yeah, plane, please, <laughs> dude. And so uh, she finally she looks and she's like, okay, yeah, you got like a minute left for buying tickets. And I was like, all right, give me a fucking ticket. And so she prints me off this fucking ticket for this plane, and I'm on this plane back, headed back to fucking. Um, KCI, yeah. I don't get home till like, I don't get to KCI till like 11.30. I don't get home till 1, 1 a.m. When um, did you start your adventure? 9 a.m. Well, I hadn't slept, but I started this airport shenanigans at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Oh, yeah, oh my dude. God. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> just, dude, I was so angry. You spent 16 hours and like, in an airport as we're sitting, just for the Yeah, yeah, dude. And as we were like sitting in... Uh, Arizona, I was your carbon like, footprint. Dude, yeah. <laughs> As I was sitting in Arizona, I was like, I was so I like wanted to cry. I was like sitting on the airport floor, and I was like, I just want to cry right now. Like I'm so defeated. Like I've never been. If more, I could cry, yeah, I would, do I, I would never <laughs> been more defeated. come out of my yeah, eyes. If I've never, I've never been more defeated in my life right now. Like trying to get to a destination. I hate the helplessness of of air travel. Yeah, dude. Like you can't do you're just anything. like looking at a board. And you're like, please, wizards, yeah. let yeah. me <laughs> get, get me on the because there was just like a fucking blizzard happening in Minneapolis. And I was like, back in the day, pilots used to be like, oh, just throw some duct tape on this bitch. We'll, fucking, we'll ride it out, dude. And dude, now it's we like. We used to be actually <clears throat> way worse at flying in the weather. It used to just be like, oh, it's dark out. We'll die. Yeah. You can't do that. Oh, uh, man. I don't know, dude. I It was like, whatever. That sucks. I was first. I was like, I'd rather just driven to fucking Minneapolis at this point, but also like not really with no. all the snow that was no. falling. Yeah. Um, they, they got a ton of snow. How'd too. the show go? It, he, Austin said it went surprisingly... Uh, no, those were not his words. He was very worried about it. But he told me there was a line around the block to get in. And okay. he was like, he was like for the first couple hours, you know, that was packed. He was like, but people, you know, started thinning out earlier because they wanted to get home because to beat the, the shit, storm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he said it was really good. He was stressed out, too, because not only was... Not only was he like... he And I one thing I like about Austin is that, like, he is... He's one of those guys that's like... How, how do I describe it? He, you can, you can tell that he cares about you because uh -huh. he was stressed in the max that I was stuck in the uh, airport. He was like, he was like, I feel so bad, dude. dude. As as and he's like, my best feels like that over me. I'm immediately like, well, no, yeah, like don't, chill out, dude. No, it's all right, I yeah, don't yeah. Care. And yeah. he's like one of my best friends, so it's like I fucking, I was like, no, nah, man, don't worry about it. Like it happens, you know. I told you I wanted to show up and 
Yeah. This, that, and the other. And not to mention, uh, they had Taylor Fest in St. Louis and a tornado fucking oh, was yeah. near there. And That's they were just, crazy. Yeah, so he was stressed about that as well. And Man, I was like, all this dude, weather stuff's yeah, really wild fucking these really, days. Yeah, <laughs> it's huh. almost as if like the climate's Once changing or, or something. If only there's a term for that. Mm-hmm. Describe what that process is. Yeah, it's is. crazy. It's crazy. Who's going first this week? I don't know. Didn't you? You went first last week. Did I? Yes, because yours was shorter. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I'll go first. Okay. I am covering Terry Davis. Okay. Have you ever heard of Terry Davis? Fuck no, I have no idea. Bro, you never is. heard of Terry Davis? Yeah. I had actually heard of him. So I watched. I did some research on this guy because I saw an idea to, to cover Are you him. talking about Terry A. Davis, American programmer? Yes. Oh, and, really? Yes. No shit. Yes. Okay. And um, I, when I was doing the research on him, I realized that because of my exposure to, regrettably, 4chan, I had known a decent amount about this. I had seen snippets of this guy's life through 4chan at different points in it and didn't ever put together that they were all the same person. I want to learn how to program so bad. Oh, it's really hard. Um, Is it really? It's, yeah, yes. I've done like a decent amount of programming stuff. Yeah, that makes me. It's awful. You saying it's hard makes me uh, scared. Yeah, you're smart. So it is. It's pretty hard. You're like the only other person. I don't want to sound like a dick, but like you're the only person, other person where you're like it's hard. I'm like, oh, it might be actually. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else like anyone else like it's hard? I'm like, yeah, okay, buddy. You got to think about problems (laughs) in such a different way. Like, I mean, it basically is like speaking another language. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the story of Terry Davis. Um, a lot of this info is online. Loosethos.com. I found it. He has some Reddit accounts that you could find. And uh, I also got uh, – there was a lot of YouTube videos I watched of the actual programs that he made. But the Frederick Knudsen down the rabbit hole video is a pretty good overview. Okay. And I got some good info from that one too. He refers to himself as the smartest programmer that's ever lived. Yes, he okay. does. So – uh, he was born in Wisconsin in 1969, the seventh of eight children and the son of an industrial engineer who moved all over the country. Nice. As a child, he used an Apple II at his elementary school gifted program, and he uh, learned an assembly language, which is the language you use to write operating systems, on the Commodore 64, programmed all through high school. So, he, you know, he's one of the OGs. Yeah, he's doing yeah. doing shit like when, uh, is your cat all right? She's like mini sneezing. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah kind of like, uh, what is this? Fucking Steve, Steve, the guy from no, I'll, I'll think. Steve Jobs? No, the guy who actually pro- Wozniak. Steve oh, Wozniak okay. was the programmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he uh, earned a master's degree in electrical engineering at Arizona State in 1994 while he was working as a programmer for Ticketmaster. I see the fucking reason it's, I get I, like eighty dollars in like, fees. <laughs> traitor! <Yeah. laughs> piece traitor to the people, dog. Um, while he was going to school for. Uh, electrical engineering, getting his master's, and working as a programmer. He's also working on his own OS called Lustos, and he was also working on a a shareable milling machine program that he was trying to, like, sell as a kit, where it'd basically be, like, kind of the inverse of a 3D printer, where it would mill wood out by a computer program, and you could just, like, send the programs to people. Um so, you know, gifted guy, really smart, yeah, yeah. really smart dude. Uh, and well, she, do you have to do this, like, right next to she's me? She's getting right she, up yeah, in there. Yeah, she's, like, really cleaning herself. Whenever like, lo- I don't like when my cat does that shit on the surfaces that I sit on, and I just 
Like she She's was pushing. so close. Like her foot was so close to my screen. She just clicked on a hyperlink. <laughs> like what the fuck, dude? <laughs> uh, and so you know, he just kind of works as a programmer as a kid. The story of the Terry Davis that we know starts in about 2008. Okay, when a Reddit account called Loosethos started po- posting tons of shit linking to Loosethos.com. Um, titles like n- new non-Unix 64-bit OS, sure, normal yeah. computer nerd stuff, but also things like growth hormone for Lisp or godly song artificial intelligence. Just like they don't nice. – doesn't really make a lot of sense, but nice. they all link to uh, the loosethos.com. Sounds like schizophrenia. Posts, he posts them on the programming subreddit um, – and they mostly get ignored. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, they just don't really make any sense. Yeah. And Reddit yeah. back in 2008 wasn't very big. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and Lustos is the name of an OS that he made. Yeah. Um, he has a, a white papers for it, which is, you know, the description of what it is and yeah. its purpose. And he's, he said it's basically programming as entertainment. Allows full access to everything because it's fun is what he wrote that uh, is nothing so the <laughs> <laughs> yeah so here's what's crazy the os was written in a custom version of the c language that he made himself oh no shit designed from scratch with clean slate with no compatibility with anything else because <laughs> he made every bit of yeah, this yeah. from the ground That's up crazy. himself um i took every opportunity to improve things once i made a clean break with the past he says in his paper uh, the resolution is 640 by 480 in 16 colors, Jesus, which is really, really old. But it was supposed to be built on a modern computers. Um, the way it was designed was extremely susceptible to malware, but oh, nice. it was impossible to network with, so oh. that didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would, no one was going to do yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, it, it can be, you know, it can be attacked pretty easily, but no one wants to put in the time. No, <laughs> um, you'd have to. Plug there's, it into the computer. Yeah, you there's know? just there's just no, yeah. Uh, so it also included a songs from God where the OS would play like a shitty eight bit rendition of Christian songs. Nice, nice. Um, and sometimes they'd have like lyrics of the songs listed on there. Yeah. Um, the white po- white papers on loose those had a lot of mentions about how fun it was, but it's also kind of snotty mentioning something about how. Smart people who are good at chess can go fuck themselves. Okay, and, nice, and, nice. And he's the greatest programmer. He's the his smart people. Um, smart people who are good at chess can go fuck themselves. Dude, it's it's pretty incoherent. Okay, um, so fuck, then he goes, "Fuck you, Magnus." His Reddit account um, also posts on our atheism, nice. arguing for the presence of God. So oh, okay. he's going to fight the atheists. Okay, uh, which also, dude. The earliest parts of Reddit atheism were the worst. Oh, yeah. It was, like, were... one of the worst parts of yeah. the community. Oh, yeah. And it was, for a while there, it was the a default subreddit. So it was just, like, the yeah. fucking splash on the front page. It yeah. was awful. Uh, the arguments that he were making for God were pretty much incoherent. Um, he had this one story um, where he tells a story about the Book of Syrac, which is some Catholic old book. And then he talks about Jacob and Esau. And then he has a paragraph of... God says, give outer combine, indebted unity zealousy, with proficiency died, mystic covetousness, drossed fishes varied as girl handled participation, healthy them departest, grammarian flocks compared with smothers. What? 
What the fuck are and you talking about? A decent amount of his comments end with God says and then that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Nonsense. And also, like, you know, he's arguing for the God and he's saying this and this and yeah. then just like Nonsense. gibberish. And, it, yeah. you know, not he doesn't really get a lot of engagement either. I wouldn't think so. Especially, yeah, I mean, it gets to a point where something is just so, like, nonsensical. Wall, you're you're like, just like, I can't respond okay, to this. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, a lot of it, his it says on his uh, reading his Wikipedia page where it says he uh, proclaims he has a direct direct communication with God. I'll get to that. Okay, You're getting okay. ahead of me, Sorry, pissing me off. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, a lot of his content across the forums because he posts on hacker forums all over oh, the place okay. um, is pretty elitist and standoffish. Constantly saying how much better he is than other programmers, nice. and uh, up until then, no one really knows who he is. Like, really, what his deal is, yeah. but like, uh, context starts to trickle through in his comments. He has one on, I think it was Hacker Forms, where he says, Mental hospitals suck, but disability checks are cool. Guys from Metallica seem to know about men- mental health. Okay, cool, cool. So, you read that and you're like, Well, yeah, I think he's disabled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you can get at least that much yeah, of it. Yeah. Not sure what the Metallica part yeah. was about. Um, but because of the nature of his posting, constantly referencing Lustos and everything, he's banned everywhere all oh, the time. cool. Constantly. Nice, nice. Um, but after a while, he becomes pretty well known on the programming subreddit and starts getting a little more engagement. Uh, some people are annoyed about how much he posts and um, looks like he – oh, yeah, and then he gets banned from posting so he can only start doing commenting. Oh, so then he yeah. starts just commenting everything yeah. about Lustos all the time and it does look like spam. Um, and he got blocked from almost everything because of that. Nice. And he claimed that the resolution, because he's arguing with people all the time, and yeah, like yeah. more people come in, and he claimed that the resolution was a tech decision. Then uh, another comment found that God told him to, of to course, pick of that. Course. Um, in the futures list, in an update, he included Bible and hymns. N- not really sure where they he put it nice. in the OS. It nice. just said Bible and hymns. <laughs> uh, from 2009 to 2010, he's trying to post everywhere. It was blocked pretty much all the time. Use the name Trivial Solutions. So uh, he, even though he's still blocked, he's still making videos, um, uh, like demo videos of the OS yeah. that he made. He wrote a compiler, an assembler, a graphics library, games, music, art, all by himself in a language that he made in a 64-bit by himself. Which each, like, I don't know a ton about programming, but from what I was reading about this and from reading what programmers had to say about it, each one of those things would have been, like, a huge project for several people. Yeah, yeah. And he did it all by himself. (laughs) And, like, not a lot of people even fucking could. Like, even with the time, you know, it's, like, a technically very complicated thing to do. Uh, and it's around that time that he starts making uh, a Twitter. Let me scroll back to where, where, what year are we in? Is this Twitter still alive? It, it is. Yeah, it's Luthos. L O S E T H O S. Um, the Twitter he starts posting just a lot of like code. He's saying code stuff like converted count interrupt code from ASM to C plus. I don't know what that means, but you know, also added good king winslessless game demo christmas a little early um and he's managed to oh so uh 
that's that's his like presence is starting to become a little more modern. He's starting to be on the internet again. He found a new avenue to um, get his kind of word out since he's blocked on so many of the yeah. forums. In July in 2011, Jimford in the Something Awful forums makes a post shitting on the Loose Those program, calling it a piece of shit. The the program is pretty ugly. Like you you gotta see it. You gotta look it up, and we'll post pictures on the promo. Uh, those but it, it looks like a um early 2000s web page with a bunch of early 2000s graphics and uh like gifs bouncing around this like, is yeah this is what it looks like oh god yeah and, i mean it's not in any is this his twitter yes that okay is, that's this yeah. i like that his uh his <coughs> top tweet up here is a uh, top 10 biden grooming moments <laughs> i Incredible. I'm confused about some of that, and I, I also, also think that oh no, they didn't delete a lot of it. Okay, so don't get ahead of me. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Just... Um, the the guy makes this post complaining about it. The complaining about the games that are being a little they're a little crazy. Uh, he managed to find a tutorial in the game that um was not really helpful for understanding how it worked, but okay. it did have his home address and <laughs> history just through deep in the text. Nice, nice. It found out that he wrote 129,486 lines of code himself Jesus using no other code or contributions. That's insane. It said it took eight years. He started working on it full-time in 2003. And it was this post that made everybody aware of Loosethos and like made it from an inside joke thing to kind of like for programmers to like yeah. an internet thing. Yeah. And like, People are like, damn, that's uh, he's doing a that's technically incredible yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kept posting on Hacker News, little bits of t- uh, info coming out. Mentions that he sees shrinks. Okay, sure. Uh, lives with his parents. Starts to make sense. But like, his, since the post that came out and complained about how bad it looked, he starts getting even a little angrier on the internet, and his yeah. posting starts changing. And you can see it on his Twitter. In 2011, in December, I think it was, he starts saying, um, shrinks employ actors. They have a Facebook, and they pick people. FBI employs actors. They did a doppelganger. Okay. And then he says uh, something about God, and then another one. I had an Iranian boss at Ticketmaster. I made a line regulator for bad wall voltage and did image processing. It is not Iran that fucks with me. My enemy is those who do me harm. There's crazy actor agents who fuck with me. My parents are enemies. I killed one in 1999. What the fuck? And that's... I was... Every time I took a sentence, that was another post. Those were all the same day, though. Oh, okay. Uh, So he's tweeting a little crazier shit. A little weird. And... Let's see. Oh, yeah. Where was that one? Oh, yeah. Nah, nah. Score is one nothing. Except you crushed my nuts. God says, horse sung, accents revenge, wholesome deservings, marrow funding necessities. Oh, my God. Jesus. They're <laughs> <laughs> just like, people are like, oh, okay. And, and like, this is when his belligerence starts to tie into, like, his craziness, and that's his internet yeah, presence. Yeah, people, yeah, You know what I mean? People I'm looking start at those to tweets re- right yeah. now, yeah. Um, and he, at one point, he gets involved in this thread where someone mentioned his works, and he gets in an 11-hour argument with everyone on the forum, like, constantly nice, commenting. Nice, um, Mentioning that he actually used a random code or random number generator to um, 
pick the words for the God says statements. Really? So those are randomly okay. generated. Okay. And he thought it was like a a way to commune with God. It was okay. like you're to read the text. Yeah, yeah. You know, classic throw a bunch yeah, of stuff on yeah, the ground yeah. and see what it means. Yeah. Um, and so at this point he makes a Sparrow OS subreddit, and that's what he's calling the OS now. This is when Kiwi Farms, which is a forum to s- dedicated to strange people online, which we need to harvest. Dude, we do, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starts to get picked up. And uh, they start to realize is that. Reddit? And it's not- what? Kiwi Farms? No, Kiwi Farms it's just its is own, its own oh, okay. website. Yeah, its own forum, yeah. Um, it's uh, They start to notice him, but it's mostly about, like, look at his weird post. There, theirs isn't as much about the programming. Theirs is more about, how, like, his CIA shit on Twitter. Yeah. And his, you know, history as a programmer online. So uh, oh at 2013 God. is when he changes to, as we know it, Temple OS, okay. templeos.org. I'm looking at Kiwi Farms right now, and... It's a gold mine. Lol cows is basically what they call people who are eccentric and foolish behavior can be, quote, milked for amusement and laughs. Uh, maybe we shouldn't farm it too Yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Well, it looks and, like and that comes just... up. We'll okay, talk about okay, that. Okay. Um, he starts this... Uh, after the Temple OS game, he reveals this e- After Egypt Moses, Moses game where it's a bunch of random animations and pictures. It's like, he, it's it's really silly, and he posts videos of him, like, playing them and showing them to people, and he's, like, kind of laughing at it, yeah. too. So you're like, maybe he knows that this is silly, yeah, you know? It, yeah. He's, like, kind of, he's like, oh, got me, got sick, died. That's yeah. religion. Yeah, and just, like, moving on. But he also posts a video at this, around this time saying, God's temple is finished. Uh, now God kills the CIA until it spreads. What? And now this is when he starts posting updates about the program called Terry Davis Rants, which these start getting really narcissistic, saying he's God's choice, world's best programmer. He was given this assignment to build this way to speak to God, which was Temple OS. Yeah. Okay. So um, in September of 2013, we're about 10 years in, his ramblings start getting a little more notice. Okay. TechRepublic.com runs a piece on him. And he gets a lot more attention about this, and he continues on. He kind of doesn't even really, like, acknowledge it as much because he is kind of muzzled internet-wise yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, And so he just keeps making more games and more – and he makes a lot of his own hymns. Like, there's this music that plays – oh, we should connect to the board. We should play some Temple OS music. If you – your phone's still oh, connected yeah, to it, yeah, so yeah. if you run it, pull it up in your phone. Let me do that. That's uh, – his ramblings remind me a lot of some letters I used to get. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, – that is that's that's crazy though. It's uh, crazy. So that's yeah. He starts making these hymns. Sorry, I was trying to connect my. You're good. As long uh, as your Bluetooth is on, it should automatically connect. Which one was this? Roadcaster. Yeah, Roadcaster. Yeah. And he is just chugging along. And I watched some videos of the games, and they're really cool. Are they really? He made he made a flight simulator Did himself. He really? Himself. No, he didn't use a program to build a flight simulator in. He built the code to build the program to build the flight simulator, and it's pretty impressive. Moses game you talk with. I'm looking at his uh, chess against God. Uh, let me see. Temple OS him. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it. Moses game you talk with God. Yeah. Yeah, that one was kind of funny. Here, Terry Davis Risen. Oh, no. Sorry, ads. Yeah, YouTube is cancer now. All right, here we go. Damn, these games look crazy. 
So that's what it sounds like. That's wild. Yeah, that sounds uh, and, lit. And there's of a though. ton of them. There's like, and it's revealed eventually that those are also randomly generated. And oh, he's nice. Like that's the hymn, and and it, you know, something. Some of them sound really pretty decent. Some of them sound really weird. Something and eerie. about randomly generated things interests me to like. I don't know, man. Like, because sometimes you know, part of me believes that nothing's really ever truly random. And part of me is like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I, I like. I I'm looking it's... at this. Sorry, I'm looking at this Moses game. You talk with God, and like the the options you have in this game are uh, break camp, talk with God, view clouds, hold court, view map, make water, battle, beg for meat, Moses comics, toggle mute, yeah, and quit. Yeah, yeah. that game options were really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then he. Oh yeah, so we knew about the temple generator. So he starts making videos about Temple OS introducing it to Larry Page, the co-founder of Google. Nice. Because he thinks that the attention that he was getting online means that Larry Page, the co-founder of Google, was watching his videos. Oh, shit, yeah. So he's showing him. I wonder if, like, the the actions in this game, too, are, like, randomly generated because, like, you on this you have a pop-up that says, a child commits adultery to a child. You can show mercy, punish, really punish oh yeah God. <laughs> jesus yeah. i don't know um the some of the games were kind of cool too there was one like flight simulator was good he has uh, a racing game that he made really? like he had one where you're a bomber or you're like a tank shooting in the desert yeah that's like right. there were i think some base old computer games like that and i think maybe he was kind of imitating them but like from his own language, you know, he didn't yeah. copy. I mean, some of this is like wild too. Cause like, you know, it's like, it's an unhinged game put together. So it's like mm-hmm. with like, uh, that's uh dead on. yeah. It, what? Uh, that's dead on. Oh no, yeah. yeah. And so like with like your, your, what, what did someone choose? It was like, um, Oh fuck. It was like show map on this Moses game. And on show, when they click show map, it's just a guy running and, a bunch of circles and yes, it's like yeah yeah and, then and it, he's like he, there's a joke where he's like uh, god or they wandered in the desert for 40 years that must be what they did yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like crackles up, yeah, cracks and, up. <laughs> yeah so and like this like there's an option to make water and you're just a guy hitting a rock with water and there's a bible verse that what is this Seventeen six. behold i will stand before the three i will stand before three there upon the rock and uh Horeb, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, and that the people may drink. And Moses did so inside of the elders of Israel. And that's what you do is you just hit this rock for water. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, when he's posting these videos, he's, like, kind of cracking up about some of this stuff. So, like, he's definitely having fun with it. Yeah, yeah, He thinks it's hilarious. And he does seem to have a pretty incredibly comprehensive knowledge of the Bible. Yeah. and he so introducing these videos to Larry Page, we get a tiny bit more context about his life. Yeah. He has a couple birds, and uh, often they'll make a lot of noise, and he'll just like wait for him to stop and then continue. Very nice, on. very nice. And he has like the videos can get long. Uh, one thing that I'm not talking about a lot, but does happen increasingly more at this point in his videos is he starts saying the n word a ton. Really, lots of racial really? slurs, and he's I mean, they're really casual and like kind of angry and like you know basically all of the the conspiracies about cia yeah. spooks and whatever <laughs> yeah like basically just add the n-word to the end of that is really? how he refers to the whole thing you know what i mean i wonder if it's like uh i don't know man i always wondered that too because you you kind of see that as well i wonder if it's just like their brain defaulting to like 
the what's worst, around them. The, the that and also like maybe like the worst word they can think of and they just throw it in there yeah, because like I, well yeah, yeah and <laughs> well there's more to it okay. so in 2014 Vice picks up the story. Nice. And Vice always does shit like that. They do, honestly. They, yeah. Yeah, 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 seriously. Honestly, yeah. They got, and the writer got personal info from him directly. You know, they would message back and forth all the time. Um, he, uh, Terry would send him emails at two in the morning that were pages <laughs> Fuck long. yeah, dude. <laughs> um, and he, tur- we found out some more info that actually no one had known. Like, for example, he sleeps on a 48-hour schedule. Nice. Where he spends 32 hours awake and sleeps 16. Nice, nice. Uh, he stays awake by chugging two liters of diet soda. Fuck yeah, which, dude. Same, oh dog. Oh, my God. That was, like, horrible. <laughs> uh, also revealed that in 1996, at one point, he fled the state of Arizona, hitchhiked. A cop asked him if he wanted to ride into town. Not arresting him, just yeah. didn't want to ride into town. And uh, he jumped out of the cop car and cracked his collarbone. And he was taken to the hospital where he woke up and heard the doctors talking about him. He thought they were going to do something bad to him, so he fled. Then he was put into a psych hospital for a few weeks where they just let him out at the end of it. And he hitchhiked his way back to – He's an adult. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's just crazy well, that that's how it works. I, I don't know. I also take back. I just said Terry's a real one. He uses the N word a lot, so maybe not a real we'll one. We'll get but into like, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll okay. talk about yeah. it. So, uh, and he also reveals that from '96 to '03, he had a manic episode about every six months. But Damn, ever since okay. psychiatric stay, he lives with his parents. He gets his medicine, and you know that's what he does. Cool, uh, cool. He so it's 2015. Is when the uh, high priest of God's temple is what he refers to himself in these videos that he posts of like streams and and selfies um, as he calls them sermons. And these are start really crazy and increasingly long. And there's this copy pasta that 4chan ran because, by the way, 4chan loves this shit. Oh, yeah. They eat this shit up. And, uh, I want to. I don't know how to read it. I want to skip the parts where he says anything about an, the N word. Uh, okay, so in it. high school in the live, like this, it's really long. Like he says, "I live in a CIA prison. Um, I'm tormented by racial slurs. Yeah, we can take away his knives by confessing every day." In about 2000, I masturbated fantasizing about my niece. She looks like Star Trek 7 of 9. What the In fuck? 1985, at my sister's wedding, I stuck my crotch on the hot tub drain because it kind of sucked. In 1985, <laughs> I tried to get a dog to lick my dick. From 1998 to 2003, I fantasized about leading a Catholic army like Dune of Mexicans or Brazilians. What? And I'm not going to read the rest of the sentence. In yeah. 2003, I played tag with a black girl for about seven years old. She reached for my crotch. In high school, in the library, Carly- Carlos and I said, Juicy or toxic as a way of evaluating girls. I'm going to skip through it because there's one sentence I wanted to read that I thought was really funny. Uh, when I was about the age five, this isn't the one I thought was funny. My brother Keith put my penis in a vacuum. Um, and then Dr. Sakalis has an oddly round ass. Paul Keck at Zytec has an oddly round ass. <laughs> Distracting. At about age five, Jay Wenrick and I touch dicks to each other's assholes. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and like That's one of his updates that he posts and it's like I mean, you can't assume someone writing something like that is healthy. Yeah, and like, you just and I cut out, out a ton of yeah, bad stuff. Yeah. Like he he gets pretty nasty. Yeah. But the part where he's like has an oddly yeah. <laughs> cracked me the dude, fuck he's up. He's just letting it all out on the uh, everything, dog. dude. Yeah. Uh, and like he it's goes in reverse. Time. I mean, yeah, yeah it really yeah. was. And he goes in like a reverse chronological order almost. And it really did seem like him kind of like yeah, oh, I did this, I yeah. did this. 
the and putting his dick in the vacuum yeah. thing. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Kiwi. So as this comes out, the Kiwi forum picks him up again because okay. the thread had pretty much died. But they're like, "Oh, bro, look at him now!" Yeah, yeah. And Four Chan's getting into it too, and now people are kind of encouraging him. And at one point, he posts this video about his bird dying, and he seems really sad. Yeah, and he said he was co- he was coughing up blood a month ago, and he's talking about his boring life, and he's like, "I don't get to see people," and he's like, "I'm kind of just waiting for something." He said That's he's, ki- he's like, "I'm killing time." Is yeah, because he had this idea where he built the temple OS and was waiting for God to come through it or something. Yeah, and it's not happening. And he's like, and the bird dying like really brought him down. Plus yeah. all the toxicity he's getting on the internet. Like you can see him getting angrier, and he starts posting even longer streams up to twelve hours at a time. Um, he also mentions asking for help from an unknown woman, which for people who didn't listen to him a lot. Thought it was a huge deal because he thinks he's the best and never asked yeah, for help. Yeah. But the regular followers figure out that he is talking about physics girl, oh. Diana Cowern. Oh. This woman that he's infatuated with and has never spoken to at any point. Okay. At 2016, 4chan picks this up Ooh. and starts fucking with them because he puts his phone number on the website. Yeah. And the, the phone is sitting above his computer on yeah. the TV so you can <clears throat> see him pick it up. Oh, okay. Which I was like, what a recipe for a disaster. Yeah, especially and, and given that is, information to 4chan. About, and that is yeah. when I found out and was discovered earliest about this because people were posting these clips. And out of context, I was like, what the fuck yeah, is this? Yeah. And he'd pick up the phone, get mad, start saying the N-word. And and just hang up on him. Yeah. And, uh, it, like, people like that. And that and sucks. This, that sucks. This is, and that's one of the things where, like, it it stops becoming interesting to, to watch happen because, like, because kind of like when you're in something like this where you kind of see him do this descent into madness, you can't really do anything but watch. But when it gets to the point where, like, you have 4chan and everybody antagonizing him and stuff like that, it stops being interesting to watch, and now you're just fucking with somebody. And I'm worried about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, just, you're making like, someone's mental health worse for your yeah. amusement, and that's just, like, that's 4chan's thing, this obviously. This is the difference between Terry Davis and Fedsmoker, because Fedsmoker did not interact with his fans. Yeah, yeah. He was living his own yeah. fucking life, Fuck yeah, bro. he was. He was blazing through life. Yeah. And people were just watching. Yeah. But these people were interacting with him, and it had a really negative effect. Yeah. And uh, to the point where some people on 4chan pretend to be Diana Cowern, and eventually one of them tricks him into believing that he's actually talking to her, and he starts posting these videos about being lonely and, like, being really sad and talking about Diana once. And I remember watching this one video where he's talking about something, opens his bookmarks to go click on something else, and it's just, like, everything says Diana, 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 like, all of her different things. 4chan wants him mad, not yeah, sad. Yeah. So they start calling him more, engaging him more, making him angrier, making him more incoherent, making him more racist. And um, his live stream eventually gets suspended for opening porn that was sent to him from fake Diana. Damn. And he seems pretty upset, but kind of justified it with some weirdly incoherent yeah, logic. Yeah, yeah. And so he starts streaming on a new platform called Hitbox. Gets hacked twice. They pay, the second time, it was only like a day that his account lasted. And and then he's suspended by the third one again for porn. Um, so at this point, all he can do is post vlogs that he makes called Paladin Walks, where he starts talking about being married to Diana. Oh, my God. And doing metal covers and, where he drums with his fingers nice. actually pretty good. Nice. nice, And dancing in a subway only occasionally to audible music Hell yeah, for Diana. 
Um, he gets his YouTube banned two weeks after Hitbox. Jesus. So then he starts posting all of his stuff on the Temple OS page that he's running because now they can't yeah. take the shit down. Yeah. Which is also crazy to think about. I don't know. You forget that you can just do that. You just make your own website. Make your, your own yeah, dick we, on yeah, there, yeah, you know? Exactly. You yeah. guys won't let me have my dick <laughs> on there. I'll, I'll go make my own just website. Just me. Yeah. Um, and at this point, his mental state starts slipping a lot more, and he stops taking his medicine, and he posts videos of him screaming at his elderly parents that he lives with and getting angrier. And at one point, people don't hear from him for a little bit because he was arrested in August 2017 for a domestic violence against his father. Oh, shit. Forced to – I don't want to say he was forced to live on the street, but the family didn't – take him back in which yeah. is an understandable risk yeah, yeah elderly people and he he's... isn't taking his medicine you can't help people who can't help themselves and like he not can't help people who won't help who themselves. Won't help yeah. themselves yeah. Um, yeah and like it's a risk to them too you know so i, I don't want to be mad against the parents no say he was kicked out to the curb because but... at, at some point like you know it, your love for a child is is great obviously but at you some point you gotta be you put yourself at yeah. risk yeah like you're if if they're a danger to you like that's not you are not um uh obligated to put yourself in danger yeah. to help someone else who won't help themselves no no and like it's that's we'll get to it but yeah. court date um for the dv is on october 31st so he starts asking for donations on his channel which he does get a decent amount from okay, cool. 4chan and 8chan fans um he calls it living off donations of children which he like Kinda. seemed really sad about yeah. saying it and yeah. but also yeah totally yeah, like, yeah he's like i'm getting 10 bucks here 20 bucks there yeah and, and i was like at least they're helping. Yeah, yeah. Even though they're pushing this descent into madness further, yeah, at, by rage. At yeah. least they're they're helping him survive. So he is arrested for urinating in his van six days later, called open lewdness. What? I wondered what he did yeah. to get caught. It yeah. must have been. It could have been pretty over. Yeah, because but for, I'm also for... like. In his but van. NIMBYs who are like, oh, there's a guy in a van yeah. and they'll throw whatever charge at a sick homeless guy, like, that yeah. wouldn't surprise yeah. me at all. Um, so he, at this point, uh, gets out and his sister offers him a room to stay with him because she finally finds out what's going on with yeah. him. Um, but it, for some reason, we never find out. It doesn't go through. Yeah. He misses his court date. Wanted posters go up all over with his face because he's living in Vegas yeah. at this time. And he gets um, arrested. The owner of 8chan raises money to get him off out on bail really no yeah shit. okay he gets him out cool. on bail yeah and um he's unfortunately still recording videos to diana thinking that they're married but he's also starting to be like i'm kind of confused like you know i'm in yeah. my van i know this isn't the best place but where are you yeah and um he also starts posting videos of himself masturbating for her on his page. That's rough. Which is not good. Yeah. Um, and uh, streams actually have a lot of masturbating in them because he's kind of just like eight hours consciousness uh, on, on stream. And yeah. sometimes he just starts looking at porn while he's doing it. Yeah. And it's on his own page, so nobody he, can yeah, stop him. Yeah, he do whatever him. he wants. Um, he, at one point, is so frustrated with how his life is going and, like, his impossibility to do or, or get anything done or work yeah. on – especially work on Temple OS that he starts believing that he's actually in prison. You know, like, he thinks the fact that he can't go work on the computer is, like, part of the illusion. Yeah. He's like, of course I can't because I'm captured here. Yeah. Um, and he stops streaming in January of 2018 – 
misses his and he misses his court date, uploads a bunch of videos in an unknown house that nobody knows where he was and disappears. Yeah. March 2018, he reappears without his van or laptop in Portland. He is just a homeless guy with his phone in Portland now. Um, and people start finding him because he always walks to the same port part <sighs> posting a video. Yeah. Still occasion. I mean, still angry and still saying racist shit, unfortunately. Yeah. But people go and find him and they feed him and they just have nice conversations with him. And there's like some videos and interviews with him where he's like, he seems fully lucid. Yeah, like, yeah. They're talking to him about programming, and he's like, has I've a like, really coherent conversation. So I was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to get ahead again. But like in his like Wikipedia page, it says he seems to be de- uh, he was later declared to have schizophrenia. But when talking about system operating, he was completely he was lucid. Yeah. yeah, everything else like he would change topic mid sentence. Yeah. You know, say random words, whatever. But in those, like, he was having a real conversation. And, like, all the people who went and saw him weren't like, ha ha, what a clown. They yeah. just wanted to see Terry, okay, you cool, know? And cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, it feels like after the 8chan owner bails him out, yeah. it feels like the whole narrative around him is starting to change. Yeah. And, like, people don't really think it's funny. Yeah. At all, yeah. Except for the horrible 4chan monsters. Yeah, of course, but, of course. like, you know, they're about him. Um, By August, though, he starts posting a video. He posts a video where he's barely even able to speak a cohesive sentence and his speech is slurred. Okay. And he's, you know, just really clearly in deep mental decline. And on August 30th, his sister, someone claiming to be his sister, posts a remembrance on Facebook indicating his accidental death. The internet goes hard, goes out of their way to prove this person wrong. People are making 45 minutes videos. This is a hoax. I figured it out. It's the 4chaners made a fake account. No. No, he, no, he really, died. Yeah. He uh, was eventually revealed that he was killed by a train. The engineer believed that it was a suicide. Oh, damn. And that damn. is the end of Terry A. Davis' story. Damn. It's really sad. A suicide? I wonder I wonder if he just laid down on the train yeah. tracks. That's crazy, too, because, like, I've been, I've talked to people who, like, work on the railroad and stuff, and, like, people who lay down on train tracks get, like, cut completely yeah, in half and like soldered in half basically because the heat from it's the, awful. yeah it's dude that's horrible what a way to go that when i watched the full video that clip at the end of the credits that i showed you yeah. made me cry yeah I dude like, yeah i mean man it's and it's so it's crazy too. Sad, it was a, a tragic story the, the internet's a crazy place too because like if we didn't have the internet we would never know someone like this no existed. no um, and and what you know the thing that was remarkable to me is like what he made like Maybe no one else could have done. Yeah, like no, it was a no it one, was a feat. Like yes. it was a fucking triumph. And he did it like for you know when is someone gonna have the time? Yeah. to figure all that and be gifted enough. Yeah, and be motivated. Yeah, and enough he, to build he, that. he it was obvious he was plagued with mental illness and and that's but why he I was, don't really like. I don't. I gotta hold him accountable for saying means like yeah racial yeah because I he mean sick yeah he's he really a sick, sick person and, and people were like. Interacting with them and making and, that and antagonizing works, you know, him, yeah. and like you know that fourteen people are where he's getting this yeah, shit, yeah. You know? and like uh, uh, it's crazy, you know. Like I said, he might be plagued with mental illness, but he was genuinely an intelligent human being. Oh, like a brilliant, fucking very yeah. brilliant human being who, unfortunately, you know, and that's the thing, man. Like schizophrenia, with, yeah, is so it's, sad. it's a fucking thing, man. And if you, it's it's you're kind of stuck in this um, perpetual like uh, the stuck in this like. Oh, you know, take my meds. Everything's fine. I don't need my meds anymore. Yeah. And then as you stop taking your meds, you 
pretty much reinforcing your head that you don't need them plus and that you're going to stop taking them and you're fine without them but you're not the like the cycle of being arrested yeah it doesn't really help either all of oh that yeah, too, yeah yeah it doesn't help either cuz it's it. not like they're going to take care of him when he's locked up or anything like that that's fucking crazy and and then so later i found i was watching some clips and i found a a clip of this little thing that he put in the os um and it was a poem by william cullen bryant called to a waterfowl about persevering and going on with the strength of God in the face of difficulties. And it has a little hymn song that he made and this really beautiful, like, uh, tree-side river scene I that saw he had a, made himself in 16-bit color. I saw a thumbnail of that on a YouTube video. It, it was, yeah, it's waterfowl. really cool. Yeah, And there's a few clips of people who have made music out of the random generated songs that he had. Nice. I, it's... It seems like now that his reputation is about his genius and yeah. his passion yeah. and not the, like, old, disgusting voyeurism of how – look how kooky this yeah. dude is. Yeah. And uh, I, I do appreciate that about yeah, it. same. But, that's, yeah, that's that's, that's the incredible. story of Terry Davis, dude. Very good, very Isn't good. Isn't that, that crazy? I, I, the, one of the reasons, like, I don't like I, – I, I'm – I'm not against it. One of the reasons I don't want to change this season is because we just learn about people like this yeah. who I would never know about. Yeah. And it's it's interesting as hell to me because it's like, I would never know these people exist. No. Um, and, and, you know, like, I think it's made me learn about, like, kind of the beauty to the these kind of people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and not, even, even Fed Smoker is not like a savant like no, this yeah, dude was. Yeah. There's a beauty to the way that he lived. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you're, and yes, you're he free. Said, not great terms. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't say good terms. And 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 again, you know, it's there's but they're a, sick. There's a difference between someone who is, I don't want to say mentally sound because anyone who is like ultra racist is not mentally sound, True. but like coherent enough to like yeah. make your own thoughts, make your own decisions, and still being a racist piece of shit and saying awful things compared to someone who is mentally ill and like is just unwell going off. Plus, like it's, on that insane sleep cycle. Yeah, I oh, yeah, yeah, no, for hell no, And dude. all that caffeine. Yeah. So, um... Relatable. Um, <laughs> you're gonna start cycle. posting about dude, being in a CIA yeah, prison. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna fucking create my own OS and everything. Um, so... Mine Jordan is a little has different. Has oddly round ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be it's your distracting. <laughs> um, so mine's a little different. I'm actually I'm not, I'm talk, I'm not really talking about uh, one person. I'm talking about uh, Habo Hotel. And if you've been a listener for a while, like some of you have, which baffles me to this day. Uh, some of you being like, "Yeah, I'm all cut up," but I'm like. I'm sorry, what? You listen to us that you much? You absolute fool. Yeah, how dare you? You boob. <laughs> Just kidding. Keep you listening. Rube. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about Habbo Hotel. And if you've been listening for a while, you've heard us mention or me mention Habbo Hotel a few times. There was a story I told about how I got on the hacker list uh, of getting words and uh, usernames and passwords and stuff like that. Um, getting oh, usernames yeah. and passwords from people and stealing their shit because uh, I was an immoral, uh, which reminds me, I need to go back to that Reddit post I got all this from and type that in and be like, yeah, you got on this weird list because it's just so niche that nobody really knows about yeah, it. And I love telling that story. But so um, basically uh, there was a post. I was looking to see what I wanted to cover this week. And I was thinking about doing like the Homestuck fandom, which Homestuck. Yeah, it's. I don't even know, I, and I want to do, like, because the Homestuck fandom, when you look up, like, oh, who is, like, what's the most toxic fandoms out there? Homestuck always comes up, because it's, like, a webcomic that's, like, a, it's, 
the oh it so people are like yeah it's hard to get into it's pretty slow the first thousand pages and i'm like i'm sorry the first thousand pages and it's broken up into like six acts but i i I might cover it's just hard to cover that because there's so much and like the drama that we cover is like drama but it's not you know Drama, drama. Yeah. Um, there's there's some shitty My, things that I Homestuck like fans have done, when, though. when the drama of the community interacts with the world. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, community drama often is pretty much impossible yeah. to explain yeah, without exactly, you being a exactly. deep fan. So that's, yeah, that's exactly. what we're looking for. So while I was looking for stuff on hobby drama, maybe that would spark inspiration to cover, I came across this... Sorry. Oh, was that your phone? Bad comms. Oh. All right. Um, it's so my funny. During while you're <laughs> while you were talking, my stepdad sent me a video, and he like he sends me funny videos, but they're like like I don't know how to describe it besides like Republican funny. It's like it's like brands that should be canceled, and it's like some guy going around just making jokes about like different brands, sure. and like they're like comedic in a sense, like not my style of comedy, but they're still kind the of right funny. Candy. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. That right but candy. but he's it's in good faith, and some of the stuff he sends me is actually funny. But I just it's so funny when he sends me like comedy videos because I'm like we're bonding, dude. Like, yeah, dude <laughs> we're if getting you, there. If I was 13 and I was talking to my 13 year self like, hey, you and your said that are gonna send funny video- videos back to each other, I'd be like, you're fucking out of your mind, dude. We don't like each my other. My dad has never sent yeah, me a funny yeah. video. Yeah, I love, life. dude. My stepdad is a fucking absolute distinguished gentleman. I love, I love the guy to death. So I was going through hobby drama, and uh, um, I read a post uh, by user uh, Rumble Skim. And it unlocked a bunch of memories about this game that I forgot about, and I and it made me realize how much of an absolute shit show it was. Because when we would talk about it, I never remembered any of this stuff, and then it all started flooding back to me. Reading that was this. what happened when I did the RuneScape. Yeah, research. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about all this shit yeah. that happened. So, if you don't know, Habba Hotel was a super popular. Uh, online game in the early 2000s. It was like the old days of Flash games, chat rooms, and the internet being basically the fucking Wild West. And Habbo Hotel absolutely thrived. It was created in 99 by a Finnish company named Sioux Lake. Uh, user Rumble, Rumble Skim described it as, a, uh, as a, described it as a game aimed for users, quote, too old for Club Penguin and too young for Second Life. And I think that is the perfect oh. way to describe that game. Habbo Hotel was for when you have grown out of Club Penguin and you want a little bit more freedom because Club Penguin, obviously, their chat is moderated. Have we covered Club Penguin? I don't think we have. What? Yeah. If we're going to do... Yeah. Let's do this triumvirate. We've got fucking... Honestly, yeah. honestly. And so I think Club, Club Penguin, uh, you know, their chat's heavily moderated. You can't really do a whole lot. And Second Life is a little too unmoderated and like um yeah you know a little adult yeah very I mean, very BDSM adult dungeons, yeah yeah so. very very adult so um basically the premise was pretty simple you created a character you could socialize with other people in like a huge plethora of public or user created rooms now a user could create a room of your own but habbo hotel was like aggressively like pay to win for lack of better words. Like you didn't have to pay to, to use the features, but if you wanted to like create a cool room or wear cool clothes, like it was pay to win. Like it was all paywalled. I mean, so I guess how do you work? Do you, how do you earn anything? So we'll, we'll talk a little, we'll talk a little bit about it. Basically you couldn't get shit unless you paid, True, but, but, but we'll, we'll get into how some people could earn stuff. So if you didn't have money to spend on Habbo coins, your room was just like a husk of gray walls, and that was it. 
Um, Jesus. Yeah. So Embarrassing. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the base clothes slash hairstyles that you could choose from sucked, and they were intentionally bland to make you want to spend money uh, on Habbo Hotel's sweet Habbo Club membership, which gave you access to uh, better, more detailed clothes and hairstyles, more options for creating rooms, and it also granted you one piece of exclusive, quote, Fernie uh, a month, which is just furniture. Oh, um, okay. So, but it was the the base clothes were just incredibly bland. Like it was like, you know, your pants really didn't have any details in them. You had a shirt on, and like your hairstyle was like, like a blob hairstyle. Or you could get a mohawk, which was cool. But if you had Habbo Club, it was all detailed. The pants had like uh, uh, details this in them. Genius. Yeah, it, it, it's it, so easy to convince yeah. people. Uh, they're like, I want the colors. Yeah, and you got you, you got more colors and everything, <laughs> and the hair actually had like hair strands I want the and everything. Hair yeah. So um, I wonder. It's like on. that uh, fairly odd parents episode where Timmy wishes everything to be like gray blobs. Yeah, yeah. Every no, he wishes everyone to be the same, the same and they all yeah. turn into gray blobs. So like, this is kind of what a a base character wish. would look like in a Habbo hotel. So that's you without Habbo Club memberships. And then with Habbo Club memberships is like this right here. Um, what where, no Habbo where, Hotel Club yeah. does do an MF. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so like it that's was, pretty fly. There was much, there was a very big difference between having Habbo Club and not having Habbo Club. So basically. Mambies um, and non-mambies. Yes, sir. So Fernie was how you spent your coins. You would spend all of your money buying furniture, you would deck out your room, and you would hope people would show up, and it'd become like it the new so hip sick. spot to hang out. Yeah, look dude, at this room. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to hang dude, out in there. Habbo Hotel was the shit back in the day. So Habbo Hotel became like such a sensation. Like Habbo, like I know, like not a lot of people know about it, or like when you talk about it, not a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I used to play that, especially like younger people. But it was such a big deal that the copycat websites of Habbo Hotel became popular. Um, so basically. The biggest of them all being Habbo X. These fan sites were basically ripoffs of Habbo Hotel, but you would be given access to all the items and not be stuck behind a paywall. So you, it was just like Habbo Hotel, same premise, same, but a different game actually, right? Uh, yeah, it was okay, like a, yeah. it was created by fans, and none of the stuff like you could spend money to buy like exclusive cool shit, but like all like the regular furniture and like some of the rares were not hidden behind a paywall. Like okay. anybody could go in and Sounds make their own room and, and they were popular. So like, yeah. it wasn't like, Oh, maybe I'd get one person in a public room. It was like, there were like tons of people that would play Habbo X. And I remember back in the day, me and my friend Jacob would go and play the, we called them uh, Habbo retros. So basically, you know, it just was a term we used for user made Habbo hotels and we would go play them. And a big thing about these sites also was that they had their own, embedded radio stations where members of the community could apply to be a DJ. You download software, I forgot the name of it, and you would record yourself, quote, DJing, and you would send in your application with the voice clip, and if you got accepted, you became a regular DJ, and people would be listening to you in-game and all that. That's Uh, cool. I think I applied for it once, didn't get accepted. Uh, I vaguely remember doing the DJing uh part and I like thought about it in my head when I was writing this I was like yeah I know why I didn't get accepted (laughs) look at me now though nerds yeah I got got more microphones than God yeah (laughs) so um Habbo was also a big role-playing community it was pretty much what you did when you played Habbo Hotel besides like talk to your friends you would role play so they had like 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 sexy role play that was a part of it yeah yeah so but like I didn't know 
Because what, what age were the people playing this game? It was like young kids. It was like... Like uh, nine-year-olds? Or like 12-year-olds? Any, you know what I mean? Anything There's between like nine and 13, 14, 15-year-olds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was a huge role-playing community. It's what you did. You know, all like... The, the user-created rooms were either, like, nightclubs, um, and they would create, like, shops. Like, you go to a salon, role-play in a salon, doctor's office, stuff like that. But another big thing was getting a job where you would get paid in furniture, and there were, like, militia organizations you could join. So they were very popular. Um, United States Defense Force was the most popular one you could join. They have their own website and everything. And, like... If you look at their website, they're, like, legit. There's, like, a point system. There's a ranking system, how you get promoted and stuff like that. Oh like, how you God. get paid versus how you get promoted. Your pay grade versus how much you... you your MOS. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, Holy they have their shit. own website. And, like I said, I was reading it all, how it worked. It's fucking complicated. But, uh... Um, like, bro, I was in the army. Yeah, 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 honestly. So, like, you could join, like, these militant organizations. You could join biker clubs. You could join gangs, stuff like that. And, like... If you joined a gang, like uh, you could, you would have turf wars with people. And uh, how like, though? It's it's role play fighting. So you would like like oh grabs you and fucking punches you in the no face. Shit. Yeah, and it was like there was at one point I watched like a whole room of people just have like a gang war, and I was like this is incredible, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so it's just like. The chat's just filling up. With, yeah, yeah. I stab you, I chain you, yeah, I hit yeah. you with my brass and, knuckles. Yeah, and you gotta like, you gotta adhere how to the you, to uh, the no god modding rules and stuff like that. Like, so how so. do you? You just you're like I, I don't, I don't get it. I it, don't get it. Yeah, I, it's to me. You're like basically describing if D and D had combat but no initiative, and I'm like, how could that yeah, possibly? Yeah, be? pretty much. And you just had an honor system. If you got you got beat, you got beat, man. <laughs> So, um, it, it, so Habbo was a big deal. I played the shit out of it growing up, but uh, being as big as it was, this is crazy, dude. Yeah, it was, it, like, dude. Because, like, you know, with Second Life, that role play makes more sense because they can build the game to yeah, do it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But in this, I mean, you give you you're basically giving a bunch of kids who don't have shit to do a giant sandbox where they can create their own worlds and so that's what they're gonna do they're like i john wick slide in on my knees and hit everyone in the forehead with one bullet so so that would be considered god modding okay so you can't do that yeah Yeah. so you can't everyone's like no you you would have like a designated like like kind of like a game master basically who would like regulate everything but like that's god modding like you can't do this like you know and then like leaders of each gang would like talk with each other and like coordinate Stuff like that. Okay, so, okay. Basically, um, I know another one was a big a big role play thing was like mafia role play. So like having turf, extorting people for money, stuff like that. Dude, it was a fucking it was crazy. So um so as I can't, it blows my mind that this works. Yeah, and, and, and that people, people all participate. And honestly, like it stuff like this still happens, not in Habit Hotel. We'll get to that later, but like there's still stuff like that, like uh um you know, like role playing is a huge deal still in big communities. Like IMVU has big role playing, and that one's a little bit easier because you can do actions and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, man, like that's a big part of games like this is like role playing. It's 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 one of those things where it's not intentional that it becomes a part of the playing experience, but it is like it just happens. It's just bound to happen with a game like okay, this. Okay, okay. So sure. Um, but being as big as Habbo was, shit is bound to happen. There there are a ton of things. That caused Habbo to take some big hits, but I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to explain them the best I can without like throwing a ton of information out there. So first thing we're gonna talk about is the raid, the infamous raid. So in it's 2006. It's sorry, 
it's 2006, and there's a fucking shit storm of brewing on 4 slash B on 4chan. Uh-oh. So, word around. All of our stories yeah, do dude, this, I know, dude. go back to Fuck. 4chan, yeah. <laughs> Especially back in the early days, because 4chan was the driving force between 90% of troll shit I on mean, the internet. I mean, truly, yeah. Yeah, so word around the rumor mill is that the Habbo Hotel moderators were racist against black characters. And 4chan users, being the upstanding do-gooders they are, just had to do something about it. So Really? Okay, all right. So I know. I the know. most <laughs> the most popular public areas of Habbo Hotel, uh, because like I said, you have a whole um you have a whole list of public rooms created by Habbo that you can go hang out in, and then you go over to the user created rooms and, and you can go hang out in those. But the most pu- popular public area was Lido. It was equipped with a spot for you to sit under an awning and hang out with your friends, a picnic area, as well as a large pool for everyone to go swimming in. So on July 12th, the 4chan community coordinates a raid, and Lido was where they were going to strike. Members of the community created characters with dark skin, an afro, and a gray suit. They would then go into Lido and use their characters to block off the entrance slash exit to the pool. Does it work? So since the characters in Habbo Hotel were designed that you can't pass through each other, you have to go around, this effectively shut down the pool. No one could get in, and those who were already in the pool were trapped inside. Oh, hell yeah. That's hilarious. and, And probably surprising to no one, since we're talking about 4chan, the Raiders also position themselves into the shape of a swastika while in the room. You can see that picture on Google if you look it up. Um, uh, individuals, of course, also recreated this in real life. Surprise, surprise, they're all white. Jesus um, Christ. So, so the raid was a huge success, though, which caused a bunch of follow-up raids, and Raiders began flooding the chat with the phrase, quote, pool closed due to AIDS in the water. Oh, and this God. was the same year that Steve Irwin was killed. So once Steve Irwin, rest in peace to a fucking absolute. R.I.P. to a legend. Angel on this <laughs> earth. Truly. Um, the phrase quickly changed to, quote, pools closed due to AIDS and stingrays, who also have AIDS. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So mods began <laughs> quickly banning any person who seemed like they were trying to block the pool's exit slash entrance, which led to 4chan or seeing if they can make accounts faster than mods could ban them. Oh. Uh, surprise, surprise, they couldn't. Then uh, they So they lost this battle and they started blaming the mods for banning them because their avatars were black um so the incident did not stop on habbo hotel though people began calling the local pools in their area and saying that they had received a cut while they were swimming in the water and that they had hiv or aids which caused a ton of local pools to shut down yeah so 4chaners started making their own signs and posting them at pools Uh, a texan woman found these signs offensive and you can find a fan-made sign on google um (laughs) this was (laughs) yeah yes sir um so uh oh a texan woman who hotel uh who found these signs offensive uh, complained about them and of course it only fucking stoked 4chan's fire uh, and oh, so they the, ended up doxing oh, her. That's what this pool's closed thing yeah, is from? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my pool, God. Yeah, pool's closed. This is where the phrase pool's closed starts. Like I this is the know. internet. Like, if you see this on the internet, this is what it's referencing. Um, so, of course, they dox this lady. They harass her via telephone, and she and made signs with her face on them that say pool's open. Uh, So another raid was attempted in 2009, but it was quickly shot down as moderators had made it to where players could just pass through each other to get to the pool. Um, Just just, for the pool or everywhere? Uh, Just for the pool. Oh, okay. Um, So 
I love that the pool was so critical. Mm -hmm. Like people really needed to go. It was a big room. Yeah, it was one of the most popular public rooms. So we're going to talk about um, something called the Great Mute. So British broadcaster, British broadcaster, British British broadcaster. All right. So British broadcaster Channel Four did an investigation and found out just how serious the grooming problem on Habbo Hotel was. Uh, I kind of was thinking about that. Obviously. They I had some sus when you said the pool yeah, was the central yeah, spot. Yeah. So they showed that young players frequently were approached uh, by adults in the game who tried to get them to partake in sexual role play or set up connections in the real world. The Predators was also set up. So this is how far this like role playing stuff went. The Predators would also set up brothels, strip clubs, kissing booths, and dating rooms where users could pay to partake in, quote, sexting. Um, oh. Basically, yeah. So yeah, Habbo, did they, did they actually get real money? When you say pay, no, it's That's like you pay in RP. furniture. Yeah, well, oh. no, no, no. You pay in like so you oh. pay in like furniture. Oh, so like okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So um, very uh, cumbersome goods market. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Habbo was easy hunting ground for predators as it wasn't a heavily moderated site like Club Penguin. Like it was a big fucking problem. At one point, Channel Four traced over eighty victims to a single user who was twenty-one years old, some fuckwad named Matthew Leonard. Matthew um, Leonard. Matthew Leonard. Fuck you, dude. Um, That's terrible. So when this story broke, Habbo Hotel took, like, a critical hit. Parents across the world were pissed off, as they should be. Uh, sponsors began pulling out by the dozen. Stores yeah, stopped selling big. Habbo gift cards, and, like, half the users left the site. That dude got seven years in prison. Yeah, fuck him. Wow. Um, so, it, so it was also revealed that apparently Sue Lake... this banger uh, headline. What? Uh, pedophile, pedophile jailed, jailed and then his yeah. name right under Fuck it. Yeah, God dude. his ass. So uh, <laughs> it was also revealed that apparently Sue Lake only had 225 moderators to supervise tens of million lines of conversation from users around the world. So Sue Lake's response to all this was basically yanking the chat feature and muting the entire site for two weeks. This oh. obviously didn't go well because socializing so with people was like the main premise of the game. So slowly, like, you know we can't play. Anything, yeah, yeah. Right? So slowly, over the course of two weeks, the chat function was reintroduced with more strict filters. But what was done was done. It's over. Yeah, it's yeah. You're done. So basically, when chatting was back in full swing, of course, 4chan users made an appearance to let people know that the water still had AIDS and stingrays with AIDS in it. Uh, but the stingrays were also pedophiles now. Um, they just updated the <laughs> phrase, yeah. So the great mute is something Habbo would never recover from. Like loyal oh. play- loyal players still stuck around, but this really brought Habbo to its knees. And like obviously it during sucks. this, I mean, because you know now the whole community is held hostage by these. Yeah, dudes. basically, yeah. yeah. So and the people didn't build the game well enough to like, yeah. account for this. And also, like um, you know. The parents were pissed off about this, obviously, yeah. but like people, kids who were playing Habbo were upset at Channel Four for doing this because it like it got them in trouble basically for playing this game. And there You're was like, like, "Mom, I just yeah. want to message pedophiles." Yeah, yeah. There was like a, there was a whole thing where users went into like would go to the welcome room, which is the first room you would spawn in, and you could like uh, basically read about Habbo and like what to do. And they would go into those room with like torches that you could hold in the game and like show their solidarity with Habbo Hotel, dude. Oh yeah. my so, god. How many, we've had a few different raids now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's an interesting early 2000s It's a thing, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like a flash mob, but online. Yeah. 
Really neat. So um, another huge problem in the game was gambling and scamming. Gambling was like a cornerstone of Habbo Hotel. So in Habbo's uh, arsenal of Fernie, there were Just items. like second line. Yeah, God dude. damn. So in Habbo's arsenal of Fernie, there were items of chance that you could buy. They had a Wheel of Fortune. They had a dice. They had spin the bottle, et cetera, things that were basically gave you a randomly generated outcome. Okay. So because of this, gambling became a huge part of the Habbo experience. You would be... You would go into a room, you would put one Fernie or coins to in the pot to bet, and if you won, you got your shit back as well as a prize. So Habbo had a very strong black market as well uh, for furniture and credits, that and that had no problem Did, equating the, to real money. Okay, that's what yeah, I was going to ask. So, well, so do you buy the credits in the game? Like, yeah, from so you Habbo buy, you buy yeah, yeah, you coins from Habbo Hotel, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sure. um, okay. Habbo's black market was a big deal and it equated to real money. And this became a big problem for Sioux Lake and had been, they'd been warned that if this continued, Habbo would be treated like a betting app and be forced to be 18 Bro, plus. Everyone went through this shit. Yeah. Wow. So in response to this, this is interesting in response to this and like these, these, these rooms were like the gambling rooms were a big deal. So they had like Fernie drop and everything like that, where like Fernie would fall from the sky and you had to like sit in it and like basically kind of like a musical chairs kind of yeah. thing. Uh, you had, basically, you would go into a room, there would be a bunch of... Did you of, do these? Uh, I didn't. I The only time I ever had Habbo coins was when I stole them, so and I wasn't <laughs> about to bet. I'm not, I've never been a gambling person, so no. I never really gambled. So, um, but... Uh, uh, so they had other ones that it was set up like a casino that had, like, tons of, of Wheel of Fortunes or Spin the Bottle Dice, whatever, and you would go sit there, there'd be a... Uh, pit boss or whatever and you would spin bet and stuff like that and it was like a whole deal like the the gambling scene in Habba Hotel was fucking huge it, like I said it was a pivotal part of the game okay and even like casinos had or like the gambling rooms had like lounge areas you would Were go and talk to people the rooms and buildings that people operated in Generated by them? Or? Yeah, they were they were user created oh, okay, rooms, so okay. they would create so they these made rooms. Their yeah, yeah, and it was like, it, Bro, dude, it, it, I know, honestly, we honestly, been pit bosses um, on and six internet companies. I think I have it uh, written down here somewhere. Basically, um, you would go into these gambling rooms, and how you knew it was like a legit gambling room is if you saw like rare items. So basically, people who created this room would put, like, super rare items in the room on display to show their wealth that they could back up this That's casino with. Yeah. yeah, they could back up this casino uh, with all their money and stuff like that, and that you're actually legitimately in a well-ran casino. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Because that's what I was going to ask. I was like, it sounds like, just like Second Life, the mechanism, or no, actually Eve, the mechanism for this sort of gambling doesn't really exist yeah you have to kind of trust that they'll give yeah, you your money exactly back. yeah okay. so people would put these super rare items on display so they knew that they were in good hands and giving that them money culturally fast dude it's crazy yeah. yeah it's insane so um you're like appraising their stash yeah of, like antique furniture <laughs> and stuff like that yeah dude so um so Basically, Sulik was told if you keep doing this shit, you know, you're going to be forced to be an 18-plus betting app. So in response to this, Habbo limited the number of chance items one could have in the room. Uh, players who had a shitload of chance items, like big casinos, basically, if they had a ton of, like, Wheel of Fortunes, dice, spin the bottle, stuff like that, um, Habbo created something called the Fernie Mac. And basically, you could exchange those items of chance for other 
furniture. So oh, okay. it would give you something. So they didn't like, just rip you off. No, yeah, they didn't just delete good. it. They would give you That's something back. Yeah. So um, this gambling ban caused the value of certain furniture to plummet. So owners of these casinos would have, like I said, like oh, there it is, like I said, super rare items on display as kind of a way to prove players it was a legit casino and the and the owner had fur, the funds slash Fernie to support it. And once it was all gambled, like, you know, once this all started crashing, people started selling off these valuable items because they no longer needed them. Um, and it caused the market to crash. And one of the big two big items you could, uh, you got that showed that you were fucking big status boy was a golden dragon lamp and a throne. And uh, this caused those values to decrease rapidly oh because everybody bought one. yeah yeah and so scamming was of course a big deal as it is in any game you're interacting you with other people it. um so i don't think we got to talk a whole lot about this because it's kind of self-explanatory uh cool. they had a ton of phishing scams where you'd go to websites we'll give you free habo coins username and password here and yeah. like yeah, obviously not true uh another Hilarious. big thing was yeah another big thing was inventory scamming so basically how the inventory worked was uh, when you traded with another player, you had your inventory up, you would drop a piece of Fernie into the trade slide, and you would, basically the other person would drop a piece of Fernie into the trade slide, and you both had to agree to trade before the trade would go through. So a big thing was like, uh, someone's like, hey, I'll give you this kind of rare item for a couple of your common items. And they'd be like, okay, so you drop it all in there, they click accept, and then the person who was scamming them would take all their their the rare item or take their rare item out and click accept yeah. and take all their common RuneScape shit. Has the yeah, same thing. yeah. So um, I thought uh, the way Runescape because it has a it used to have a confirm at least. Yeah. So it, it never worked on me. People tried it all the time, and I was like, "What? I could see that you yeah. just took it out. Yeah, There's and yeah, exactly. But so it gets people. Yeah, it, it does. Works. And like, if they're fast enough, people won't even notice that they took yeah. everything out. So another thing was like game show scams where. Basically, you'd be like, oh, you come into this room and you all, like, you got 10 contestants and you all drop, like, a piece of furniture in the pot and whoever wins gets all that as well as uh, another piece of whatever. So people would drop all their furniture in the pot and when you got down to the last contestant, the person would kick them out of the room, ban them, and, and shut the room down. Yeah, Jesus so, Christ. Another super simple scam was someone would come into a room and be like, Oh, it's crazy that Habo Hotel blocks out your password when you type it in the chat. Uh, that and one people is, would do it. Dude, and everyone needs to experience these. Honestly, yeah. Get you, you gotta Makes get you your wiser, four, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just think about it. Like, that's the kind of shit that everyone maybe falls for one little one, and they're like, that was valuable. Yeah, yeah. That was a good lesson <laughs> yeah. I just learned. So one thing that was crazy, too, is that Habo Hotel also had, like, actual hackers. Um, they were known as scripters. Basically, they would manipulate Habo to get to multiply their furniture or credits. Um, eventually, they would get crafty on hacking accounts. So one of the big things since Habo Hotel's uh, user base was mainly kids, and Habo had no fucking requirements on passwords. There was no link that had to be. So you could put your password as fucking T, and it, that'd be it. <laughs> so so ha they, they oh these scripters God. found it incredibly easy to brute force accounts yeah. and steal items. Yeah. And like this, so you, there, you also... You could brute force it by hand. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So you got special items for logging in on your birthday. They were called, I think, like the Ion's items. And it was a Ion was a dude in the game who would give you one of three items for your birthday. They were very rare. Another way they made actual money off this is they would find accounts that had un like uh, valuable names. 
So like names that were something everybody wanted, but it was uh, already taken. They would brute force those accounts and they would take the account and sell it to somebody. Habo also had a feature where it didn't, t- it told, I'm sorry, it told you the last time somebody had logged on. So it was like if it made it easy targets, like this person has logged Holy on in so shit. long, so I can just go get their account. Wow, it was know. like designed to yeah. be able to scam yeah. people. That's horrible. So Habo uh, had also, also suffered a market crash. Um, uh, so during the pandemic, old school Habo players logged back on to get a whiff of that their nostalgia and they started reintroducing old furniture back into oh, the market. That's, that was really expensive. Yeah. So yeah. it benefited the traders within the community, but this didn't last long because rumors came out that Habo would be getting rid of the trading option. They would be completely ending what the, the trading. Fuck. So and also, I didn't. I'm. Just, yeah. Never mind. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically, um, they had the option. Uh, basically, said we're going to get rid of trading altogether. I also just realized I didn't finish my notes, but I know all this stuff oh, off okay. the top of my cool. head. So. Um, so basically they said, Hey, we're getting rid of the trading option. It's not going to be a thing anymore. Uh, and basically what they were going to do is they were going to create like a marketplace where you could trade with people, but you couldn't like, you couldn't trade with individuals. It was, it was out of like an anonymous person basically you traded with. Um, and when they replace it, when they said that they were going to replace this, cause it was a rumor at first and people were like, ah, I don't think this is going to happen. And then they finally came out and were like, yeah, we're getting rid of that. It fucking caused a absolute crash in the market. Like this well, devastated. Yeah. Cause everyone's trying yeah, to get their shit yeah, out. Yeah. They started cocaine. offloading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this devastated the black market in Habbo hotel. And what? I just hold on. Which one is it? Yeah, uh, I was doing that for for myself because uh, I just donated ten dollars to Wikipedia. <laughs> I was tired of that shit nice, popping up. Nice, it nice. has this really advanced tracker now, where it's like, "Hey, sorry that we've interrupted your reading for five times." Yeah, now. And I was like, oh, "Okay, uh, my bad, dog. All my right, bad. Fine. Um, so I'm good for four years. Uh-huh. And I'll give Wikipedia ten dollars anyway." So basically, uh, um, it caused uh, the black market to crash. Unfortunately for Habbo Hotel, the black market was kind of the one thing that kept its economy sustaining like catch its economy running yeah and once it crashed the black market it was fucking done what it, are it they was like doing there they were basically just taking hit after hit after hit after hit but so each hit was them punching themselves in the dick yeah um they were shooting themselves in the foot constantly so okay if if um hold on one second let me pull something up real quick blah 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 blah, blah. dude have hotel was such a fun game though um, it looks pretty it was cool. dude it was it was honestly like such a good time you would just go and like you would create a room or you would go to you you and your friends had a public hangout spot where you would like go and just sit around and talk and everything but you I have to fucking, type all your words out, yeah right? you have to type everything out nobody wants um, to do that shit anymore I, uh i remember um i remember i got into like an argument with somebody and i was like they were like trying to role play some shit or whatever and i was like typing something out on my keyboard and they had already like responded. They had already basically like got the one up on me. And I was like, and when I hit send, I saw that they got the one up on me. And they were like, "LOL, still looking at your keyboard to type. That's why you missed that." And and ever since then, <laughs> I trained myself to not look at my keyboard. <laughs> You're like, oh I was roasted, dude. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I fucking can't do it. Um, let me see. Let me see. Hold on. What the fuck? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, but it was. I mean, honestly, in the realm of. Uh, of online games, it was one of my favorites to play. That and Guy Online. Which, it seems pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I I I did. It's kind of a weird concept to me because 
Well, I as a kid, I didn't really like Club Penguin. Yeah, as me neither. Because I felt like yeah. there was nothing to do. Yeah, and I kind of feel like I would feel similarly about Have a Hotel. Yeah, it, it was. You know it was I mean? like that, and like, but when you're a kid, and you ain't got shit oh, else yeah. to do. Yeah. So basically, um, so they, like I said, they announced that there would be no more trading. There would be an official marketplace. Uh, you would still be able to sell furniture and credits, but you couldn't sell furniture or credits for real money. Uh, and players would would be able to quote donate to other users, but their donations could not exceed nine credits, uh, and a single donation cost one credit to use. Um, so everyone was pissed off. Obviously, um, it was a good opportunity for collectors to pick up like really cheap rare items. Um, and some of the rare items they have is pretty cool. Like they're they're all right. There's like ice cream machines and stuff like that. Um, but it was also an exit uh, an excellent time for scammers who made out. Real big when this happened. Uh, basically, thousands of dollars were stolen. Uh, trusted players. So 50 credits for $10 yeah. is what they are right yeah. now. So you could buy them. They came in like, uh, I did like how they. So they were sending a limit of $2. Yeah. Wow. So I, I really liked it how they did their credits instead of being like, here's a coin you can have. You could buy like a like a coin that was like 10 credits. Uh, a bag it came in you could you could put the bag of credits in your room to like show your wealth as well so nice. you had like a stack of like bags at 20 coins people were like this dude's rich they had gold bars that were like 50 coins or 100 Dang coins or stuff shit. like that yeah so you could just stack gold bars in your room to show how Genius fucking wealthy way you were to do honestly this to, this to flex on people yeah pretty clever so um so people were picking up cheap rares now these loyal players um that were trusted in the community for a long time and had made a good reputation for themselves, they leveraged their reputation and screwed over as many people as they could. They Amazing. leveraged their 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 honesty that they had had throughout the entire experience and were like, yeah, we'll do this, blah, blah, blah. And they would take people's shit and fucking skedaddle. Skedaddle. Um, yeah, so basically, Sue Lake was like, yeah, this change will limit the black market. Uh, which they had kind of been fighting against for years, but they didn't realize how critical the black market had become to Habo's economy at that point. Um, and so, of course, people take to Twitter. They campaign against it. Uh, they're saying that Sulek is basically being uh, motivated by their greed, which is uh, true, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they responded with blocking well-known players, banning protesters, hiding tweets, and sending auto-generated supplies that just directed people to their frequently asked questions. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they did not give a fuck. This company fucking they, Dude, blows. yeah, they did not give a fuck. They're like, I, I, we're done. Let's just end this. Yeah, they're like, let's kill our... Like, we just gotta kill this They off. really but, seemed to like to do everything So wrong. that wasn't necessarily the end of Habbo. It was already a steady decline, but in 2017, when the creators of Flash announced they would be discontinuing the program at the end of 2020, that was a big thing because Habbo was one of the first big Flash games, yeah. and it was going to obviously be critically fucking affected by this. Um, so... Luckily, though, Sue Lake um, had plenty of time to port the game to a new engine, um, uh, so they chose to port it to Unity, and they had tons of time to do this, so you would think, you know, all right, it's going to go well. Well, they didn't fucking do it until the last minute, so this new version was a fucking mess. Uh. It was like there were glitches everywhere, the user interface was grotesque, um, basically like uh, in in this write up uh rumble rumble skim says like you know someone had to come up with the idea of shoveling of shoving a leveling system in there um and of course the port released without trading uh, and a uh 
there was a vault feature that was added, and there was an enormous wealth tax that was like as high as eighty percent. Well, the the wealth tax thing's super common on games that have been around a long time. RuneScape's going through one right now. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. They're doing a tax. Um, because also, the the purple ice cream maker is for sale on PlayerOctions.com for four hundred dollars. No shit, four hundred dollars. You're like, what's my have a hotel account? <laughs> log into that shit real quick. Uh, the big they have a you know a pixel wave, the big wave. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's three hundred dollars. People are and really. They paying... had three of the metal dragon lamp sets for or a uh, three. Of the lamps yeah. for eight hundred dollars. People are really paying money for this shit, huh? The throne is only sixty bucks. Yeah, it fucking took a hard crash after gambling was was uh, full uh, Slurpee set two hundred forty dollars. Yep. So basically, this is crazy. yeah. So basically, you know, Save Habo started trending on Twitter and uh, hashtag Not My Habo followed. So in the final weeks of twenty twenty, uh, the beta came out and it was. Universally, people hated it. Obviously, uh, it yeah. was it was rolled back two weeks in January before coming out worldwide. 20, 12 January, twenty twenty one, and by the next week, fifty six percent of Habos players were gone. Um, Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. They spiked this Dude, shit they into the trash. Fuck yeah, they did. So how many it, people were on it? It was it was a huge fucking game for a long time. It was a big fucking game. So in February of twenty twenty one, and I apologize because I I. Realized I didn't finish my notes because I was at work doing this and I had to go on a call and then I had to do work things. So I'm kind of just reading off uh, Rumble Skim's article on Hobby Drama. If you want to read it, it's really good. I summarized a lot of it, but he does a really good... They, sorry, do a really good job. But basically, February 2021, Sue Lake released a Legacy Flash version version of the game uh, with the return of trading, but it was obviously too fucking late. Um, Habbo Hotel had been shot in the head at this point, and big traders had already gotten out and taken their wealth with them, and not many of them came back. Uh, Habbo is still around; you can still play it to this day, but it's nothing like it used to be. It's it's effectively. Fu- I don't know. I don't it even. Sounds dead. I don't even know why they're continuing this. Um, I don't know why they keep it running. I wonder. Uh, if, it doesn't sound like they ever yeah, wanted I, to. Yeah, I wonder I've if never, they're still they, making. I have never heard a company run like that. Yeah, and obviously, like it was just a way for them to make money, like as you know, capitalism, baby, it as most stuff is. But some does that company run other games? I don't know. Sue Lake is the name of it. Um, Sue Lake, uh, Sue Lake Habo. They created Habo. Um, uh, so this says. Uh, an article in the Finnish business paper published in October of last year claimed Habo had 850,000 players, but judging by recent player statistics, it looks more likely to be in the tens of thousands. Really? 70% of whom are adults. No shit. It's just kids who grew up in, and now they continue to play it. Oh, okay. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, that is the story of Habbo Hotel and how its owners basically so shot 70% in the face. of their fucking fan base is veteran players, and yeah. they're like, fuck it, yeah, fuck, fuck them, you guys, fuck you. yeah, yeah, basically, That's dude, they're, they're, they, Habbo was such a good time back I in the day. I can't believe and, how they just shit on this thing. Mm-hmm. They basically took everything that made their game good, and were like, we're getting fucking rid of it. Um, and it's so crazy to think about all the different kinds of, like, online Flash games like that. Like, you know, Coca-Cola had their own thing for a while like have a hotel it was called mycoke.com or i think it was just called mycoke but it was the same thing you could create rooms you can make music and stuff like that and so like a big thing this is what it looked like um basically alex yeah you know we played the shit out of it for a long time it was really fun 
Um, and basically you like what you made rooms and stuff. You went in and hung out and like, you can make your own, uh, like I said, music and you could go to rooms. And if you, people let you DJ, you would put in the beats that you made and you could play your own music for people and stuff like that. Beats that you would make inside the game. Um, these kind of games are not something I would put my time into. Yeah. Not, not, not as an adult. No. No, but as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is cool. Um, but I, it makes me nostalgic. Yeah, same. Uh, but Habo is no longer, no longer what it used to be. I don't even think I remember my fucking username and password. It for does this. seem like it's all fucked up. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I, I am really surprised. Uh, like they they outright outright treated their fan base with like hate They're yeah like, no they were like they, fuck you seriously i like they were the enemy you know i i've never like you think about it with the differences in how second life responds stuff or how um runescape or world of warcraft responded to, to like the fans not like yeah. stuff although runescape did kind of like fuck you yeah they I don't get care. fucked <laughs> they no, still do that don't shit. like you anymore uh let's see i wanted to did you find out what else oh yeah you said they made uh my Coke. No, I think Sue Lake, because I looked up Sue Lake on Google and My Coke came up, but I think it's just like, oh, this is another game. Um, let's see. Owned by Sue Lake. I wonder what, do they ever make any other games? It only made Hotel Hideaway and Habbo Hotel. Yeah, how many, well, so how many games does Sue Lake own? So we have Habbo, BMK, Mini Friday, IRC, Galleria, Boba Bar. Uh, Last Monkey, Nyko, Hotel Hideaway. So I think so. Havo was this big a deal? Yeah, to they them. were. They were like that was like their game. Who the fuck is their CEO? An idiot, dude. Baffling story. Like, I, I just the way that that play, whole thing played out. I'm like, I was sure there was gonna be some story about how they wanted to get rid of nope. the company or something. Nope. No, dude. I wonder if I can log into my Havo account. Um, I just need to figure out my my yahoo password uh because that's uh let's see dude they had a lot of stories listen it's like on the wikipedia page it's like sue lake um october 20 well so june 2012 sexual allegation stuff you were talking about yeah to october announced that they're doing a second wave of job cuts 60 out of 90 jobs will go really december 2012 ceo is leaving january 2013 new ceo february 2013 companies being bought out uh april 2013 new ceo january 2017 left no shit yeah and then they sold some of it to orange games and then orange games merged with improved digital and became known as azerion which still owns sue lake and uh so basically i mean this is just like some tiny little internet vestige company at this point where they're just like yeah handed around yeah. and just withering away on the jesus vine. christ kind of sad I, I just i don't know why they're um i don't know why they're keeping it alive that's dude. what i'm like, confused about yeah like, just kill it just kill it buddy th- and like the it really makes me sad to put a game and a community out to pastor like that but I'm yeah like, can you just do it instead of like a disgusting, awful decay that everyone hates, and you just make yep. everyone stop playing it forever? So I signed into, um, so I went to Habbo Hotel, and I remember my email 
Um, God, I'm, I so I got into the emails and uh, I'm looking up like Habo in my uh in my inbox and it's like i'm getting emails from like 2010 2009 like stuff like that and so i remember the email so i'm going to send a password like recovery thing and see if i can recover my password on, from here dude get on there i want to see dude, it I, that's what i'm i do see if i can i like that post on your facebook about the the by the church destroyed and he's like oh not, yeah yeah not one bible move yeah like, but bro, he says church is the safest place on earth and i'm like but the roof, the roof is, is gone, gone <laughs> like, like, and there's what are you pieces, talking about i'm like do you think if you were sitting in the pews you would have been completely yeah no unharmed? absolutely not you silly goose ridiculous i wonder if Habo's gonna send me my fucking password you idiots. Uh, Damn, that's crazy, so though. That was cool. I liked yours. The Habo yeah, Hotel's dude, I, and it sucks. Long... I wish they would have, like... <sighs> they uh, really did parallel Second Life in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. They all had to deal with the, like, online gambling and I, shit I, I think and that the was also just like, stuff. I think that was also just, like, a big thing in online games anyways. Back yeah, when, that's when they started making the legislation about it. Yeah, back when everything how... was unregulated and you could... Just kind of do whatever the Good fuck you days. want. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that's have a hotel, fucking man. It's a good episode. Yeah, it was a really good episode. Very almost diverse. two hours. Dude, a lot of well. computer talk, technically, but yeah, yeah but still uh, understandable computer yeah, talk. To yeah, an absolutely. Yeah, I just um, mean like the thematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we will uh, see you guys next week. Um, you got any suggestions? You can email us at snackspacksmail at gmail.com. We have a few emails we still need to read. We apologize. We need to review and, yeah, like leave reviews on the podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. That's another big thing. We're going to try to get an ad to run. Yeah, we're working <laughs> on an ad right now because we're fucking apparently not good at this. But we're yeah, rate, review, and subscribe. That's kind of how we get the podcast put in front of other people. Um, so if you like it a whole lot, uh, please, please, please. Uh, we know it's kind of not a thing people do. I, you know, I don't really rate and review shit anyways. But it would no. be very cash money of you to do It'd be, that for us. It would us. be decidedly cash yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, would, uh, we would appreciate you very much. But uh, we'll see you again next week. Uh, do we know what we're going to cover? Never. So Never. It's just going to be a wild card. But we'll see you then. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Um, know that you're loved, you're valued, cherished. There's always a place for you get here in boosters. this community. Yeah, get your booster shots. I, know, I still need to um, schedule mine. Uh, to go do that. Uh, but yes, get your booster shots and we will see you guys next week. Love you so much. Bye-bye.